Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live, Ruach, Remnant Reality Radio. This is Shalak Scribe. This is RIP 2.0, Ruach Reflections, the nightly doers of the Word Love Fellowship Gathering, where inquiring minds ask, were we in the Ruach HaKadosh today or in our own yuck of flesh? As I said, I am Scribe, President of Emulators MC, and you're Yajay for the evening. Let's get to it. We start each podcast at 707 Pacific, 907 Central, 1007 Eastern. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code needed. Again, that number, 727-731-3257, and you're in. If you are new, welcome. We hope this resonates with you, and we hope you keep coming back. If you are not new, well, then you're part of the Mishpaka, and we are glad you're here as well. And we hope you keep coming back, too. So, hallelujah. That having been said, Marissa, are you ready with the warning? Yes, I have it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bring my hand. Turn them out. Okay. Okay, we got our warning, which is our literature for the TR recovery meeting. So we thank you for being here tonight. And my name is Marissa, and I am a recovering and I am overcomer. So warning, damaged soul, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here? Whatever that noise is, can you mute it, please? What you hear here, when you leave here, let it stay here. Transform Recovery is a refuge, the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. A warm, friendly environment was created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up, share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Holding our past inside is poison to our souls. Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom to feel you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance and transformed out is not connected to any law enforcement agencies. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration no mental institutions but for you to find a new exciting life as one in your new Yafam as a new creation we are not an anonymous fellowship group like other 12 step programs rather we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose although we are not anonymous we are very confidential opening up as a group is not to put out your bad business but it's to put out solutions hallelujah we in Transformed Recovery have come to understand that people will attend the Love Fellowship groups from all walks of life, people from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our groups extremely worldly, fleshly, broken people. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated on prescription drugs or may have even used earlier today. It is very hard to help someone who has been intoxicated, so we encourage anyone attending 
that is used today to please wait till after the meeting and speak with the transformer. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that might be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know that you're in the right place. You are safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances. One scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness or even a house fire where all personal possessions were lost. Some may be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, and death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and or extreme bodily harm, etc., etc., the list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each, pers- each person's share, empathetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. Their language may be offensive, as they may have not yet learned to communicate properly without street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask for you to long suffer with those who are still working on the perfecting of their potential dysfunctional drug-damaged or destroyed abusive character. We ask as you share to refrain from any inappropriate speech, but we all must be sensitive to where each speaker may be. Some may never even open up the word before. They may have no clue who our Messiah or Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Holy Spirit. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in their relationship with the Creator. Some may not know Him at all, and some may in fact have had bizarre church experiences whereby the Spirit of Love was pursuing them, but yet cannot receive that love, or may have rejected Yah Ahaba as He is trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop or censor or filter anyone, anyone sharing. There is a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavenly-minded that we are of no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working sacred scripture step 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for transformers in the sacred scriptures. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We are going to move into our Haba offering. And this offering goes to support our radio and prison ministries, our faith favor farms, and our houses of worship, or house, as well as our Yability ministries, where we work with those that were labeled disabled by the system, uh, whether it's the education system, government, or what have you, to help them learn and understand and appreciate that Yah does not see them that way, that he appreciates their true work and that they too were created in Yah's image, as well as going to help helping the homeless, hurting, heartbroken, and downtrodden. Um, this is one of those things that Yah commands that we do. And he does it through uh, through various means, and sometimes subtly, sometimes not so subtly, depending on the thickness of the hearts that he ha- is uh, constrained to deal with. But he does say in Malachi 3.8 that 10% to keep the storehouses full is a good start. And if you're faithful and obedient and trusting in that, he will pour out a barukatah 
so much so that you won't have storehouses to keep it. While that is not the main reason to give, because we're not supposed to give in order to get, but if we're giving with a right heart, if we're giving with gladness and not out of a sense of return, then he will definitely berechot us. He will definitely show favor on us, whether that comes in material things or in ruachal things. It doesn't matter. He is going to accept whatever is given with a proper heart, and he is going to pour out upon those that do. So when we do ask for an offering, it's done so that you don't lose out on a berechot yourself. And again, Yah is the source and the creator of all wealth. He gave us the strength to create wealth. He created the wealth under the hills. He created the cattle on a thousand hills. He created the hills themselves. So if there's anybody that knows how to inject prosperity into a situation, it would be Yahweh. It's not about preaching a prosperity gospel. It's about preaching the fact that Yahweh does not want his mishpaka to be poor because he knows that we will always have the poor with us. So there will, there will never be a lack of poor in this world, but in order for the poor not to become poor, or in order for the poor to recover from their poverty, the message has got to be one that first leads to salvation, second shows them that they can rise above their current station, their current position, but that we should be satisfied wherever we're at. So that is why we do this. That's why, obviously, we do it because we want to be obedient as well. And the word also does say that teachers are worth double honor. So if what you've been hearing here as as you're tuning in each night if you're feeling barukatad by it and you choose to support the ministry, you can do that by going to give.yahweh.love or you can mail a check or money order along with a letter to P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082 or you can text 77777 to 44321. Hallelujah. So, all right, as I said earlier, this is Scribe. I am president of the Emulators Motorcycle Congregation, and I am glad to be here. It was a it was a day today, all right? Um, did not get nearly as much done as I wanted to, but we did get a couple tents put up so that uh, they can air out. They've been sitting in the basement for at least a year until or since they were used the last time so get some pressure going through it so they're suitable to use for life best which is coming up in in july um grateful for the beautiful day that we had it was another uh another sunny day kind of warm but not bad and just uh you know grateful for the conversations that were had reached out to uh actually i had uh Shalayak Rock reached out to me, and we had a conference with Booty. Um, need to get back with him. And I just pray that, yeah, I have to go, I have to, go to court tomorrow because I got a little behind on one of my uh, 
one of my situations, and I've got to deal with that. So prayer in that direction would be grateful. Um, I've got to reach back out to Booty because I completely and totally forgot that I had that going on tomorrow um, because apparently I didn't really want to remember or go anyway, but it is the responsible thing to do regardless of the consequences. So that having been said, we are going to uh, open the lineup for anybody else that wants to introduce themselves and share their gratitude list. Hallelujah. And if Yami was talking, I apologize. I had muted. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, so this is Yami, and I am um, fortunate to be on the line tonight. And I am, um, I'm just grateful that I had a good relaxing day, and I had a great time with Marissa and um, Scott, who came up, and. Um, Emma, tell me her name. Is that right? Eva. Eva, I knew it was an E. I apologize for that, not remembering Eva. Maybe if I think of evening, <laughs> then I'll get Eva out of it. So I try to associate things for my memory to be better. Um, so... I'm walking in the dark right now because Jim and I just got home. And um, I'm grateful for my family. And um, I'm grateful for um, enough energy to get what I need to have done done. And I'm grateful that the day was cool for today because heat is not something I enjoy. <laughs> Unless I'm in 40 degrees, 40 minus zero weather, then I can like heat a little bit. <laughs> so I'll pass with that. Hallelujah. Thanks for that, Yami. Marissa, you got your gratitude list ready. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yami. I was a good singer yesterday, too, and um, I got mixed up during the phone call last night, so when that, um, when Raka called that other person, so I apologize for getting mixed up in that because that we weren't paying attention, but I was excited to see Yami too, and um, thankful for um, Yahweh's discernment and help over the situations, and that we were able to to pray for Yami's house and for um, her children, as well as my children. And I was thankful to see Eva yesterday, and she is. Um, beautiful little um, cute one. She's a 
broking, a broking, and she's always, she's always happy to see me, and I'm. It's it's hard when I have to bring her back, but soon I'll be with her full time again. It's just a matter of getting through each day to I can overcome those things that I was not doing the right way before, so that Yahweh can prepare me to be able to be that in a good place again in life where I can function fully as I am ordained to do. And I am thankful for the there was a good worship today on um spending time with, with Yahweh and with um getting to learn more about these new businesses. That is a lot to be learning and a lot likes to help us understand new things and learn about the aspect of of new and exciting products and I'm I'm thankful that that there's new things that can be helpful in us especially as in skincare because it's challenge it's always been a challenge to find the right kind of skincare so that'll be a good experience to see how that that helps and what we can achieve with these the next um season of these things so and it's it's always a important that I that I am learning and not doing what what is it the, the adversary likes to um how he was telling me earlier how he wants to have you disengaged so that's what I've been figuring out and now that's uh, something I can pray about so that yeah, it keeps me engaged away from the enemy's work. So, so hallelujah, and I'm so thankful for Yahweh's help. And I'll pass with that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yami, could we ask you to pray through the line and pray over the message tonight, or the reading? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Father... Thank you for this time. Can you hear me okay? There's some... Yeah. Okay. So, Father, here we are, and, and thank you. You're, you're such a stable Father. We can always depend on you. You're always available. Again, I remember that song, Central's Never Busy. Hallelujah. That's because you are the example of what love is, and love never changes. Thank you, Father, um, that this evening we can look at our, our experiences today and see if we've... Um, been in the Ruhak or if we uh, and when I should say we slip into the ways of the flesh um, we pray that we don't but, but let us quickly recognize when it happens and thank you that 
this evening is a, a way to um, help us recognize the need for change and help us confess it and, and then watch Yah uh, do the wonderful work of um, Helter Skelter, or no, Abracadabra is the word. And we become back in the right standing with you and don't slip away. So as we uh, listen to what word you, instructions you have for us tonight, let us be able to recognize um, if we're lining up. And it, it always feels wonderful when we can say yes, that we are lining up. And it's also good to be able to um, repent and do the work of that needs done to be done to maintain our relationship with you, Father, and to be all that we're created to be, do our part, and enjoy our brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. Kitekolesh Steps 10. RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections is an examination of yourself weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying the Kippe HaKadosh seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each... Uh, one second... Yeah, studying, study, studying Kodesh scriptures seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each Kodesh scripture step thoroughly so that nothing is missed in the, in the odd development of the new you. A great suggestion for a successful transformed recovery love fellowship gathering, LFG format, is to study in oneness each of the listed Kodesh scriptures for each Kodesh scripture step. Example, as an example, simply pick a, a weekly, bi-weekly, every other day, or even every day love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small private intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, pun intended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcast on Love Live Rock and Reality Radio nor does it need to be recorded, but to generate support from multiple locations, the virtual Love Fellowship Gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Kodesh Step 10 is an activation step that activates the other Kodesh Scripture steps. Once we have taken some level of action on any given Kodesh Kippe step, we must monitor our progress through the process of our own Yah development Recording Yali actions, the actions daily and or even fleshly actions, which gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, 
never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from the Ruach. This check by Yah, love from within, leads us into Teshuva, or change, or the way, Yeshua, to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold or evil wronghold, into a new pattern of thinking, a Yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noah Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noah Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had to, had to set apart scriptures in English literally memorized. While in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation made available by Love Inc. through transformed recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of man, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. From Colossians 2.8, HRB, by Shaul Shliach, watch, therefore, that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the traditions of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Books of Ahaba, or love, Yahuwah, Yahweh, or I am that I am, Ea, Asher, Ea, hallelujah. We shall be right back. Hallelujah. If you would like to look up today's scripture and have it ready, that's going to be prior Psalms 94, 12, and 13, the first half of verse 13. So, hallelujah. We will be back in about four minutes.
So does Yah. Psalm 94, 12, and 13. Berchut is the man you chasten, O Yah. You teach him out of your Torah to give him rest from the troubled day until the pit is dug for the wicked. There's a footnote here in this verse, in verse 12. It says, The Torah is a lamp to one's feet. Psalm 119.105 and a guide to righteous living. It was never meant to give salvation as man has a fallen nature and can only be redeemed by having their sins paid for by the blood of Yeshua. However, after immersion and entering the new covenant, Yahweh also gives his set apart his Kodesh Ruach to to the believer so that he can perform the righteous demand of the Torah in everyday decisions that are made to serve Elohim and his fellow man. Romans 8, 1 through 10. Apart from Yahweh's Ruach and the Torah, it is, a means, it is man's main attempt to do good instead of being good. Matthew 9, 17. Hallelujah. Yami, could you pray over the reading, hearing, and obeying of this word, please, as it goes out? Hallelujah, Father. Thank you that you have given us a light unto our path, the lamp unto our feet is found in this very um, word we're reading and the whole thing and more. You just um, want us to understand that salvation is a gift and that um, the power to walk in obedience with you and and be doers of the lessons comes when we receive the Ruhat and then love flows through us and brings the solution to any and every problem. We thank you, Father. And now let your anointing fall on us and and let um let us just flow with your truth and live your Torah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, looking at this David is obviously doing some deep introspection here. 
he's looking uh, not just at himself, but he's looking at the world around him. If we were to jump back up to verse 1 for a little bit of context. Now, looking at 1 through 11, this says, uh, O El of Vengeance, O Yahweh, El of Vengeance, shine forth. Lift up yourself, O judge of the earth. Give a just recompense on the proud. Until when shall the wicked, O Yahweh, until when shall the wicked exalt? They sputter, they speak impudent things. All the workers of evil speak proudly. O Yahweh, they crush your people and afflict your inheritance. They kill the widow and the stranger and murder the orphan. Yet they say Yahweh shall not see, nor shall the Elohim of Jacob observe. Understand your your beastly ones among the people. Understand you beastly ones among the people. Yea, you fools, when will you be wise? He who planted the ear, shall he not hear? He who formed the eye, shall he not see? He who chastises the nations, shall he not punish? He who teaches man knowledge, Yahweh knows the thoughts of man, that they are vain. I'm going to suggest that to prefer to before we can fully appreciate verses 12 and 13, we have to be willing to go back to a point in time. Normally, six, eight years ago, I probably would have said B.C. More accurately, now it would be, it would be B.Y. before Yeshua. Okay. In one way, shape, or form, we were spoken of in verses 1 through 11, or at least 1 through 8, let's put it that way. That was us. That's who we were. We might not have realized it. It might not have been actual murder that we could be convicted for. It might not have been serious wickedness so much that it landed us in jail. But we were definitely on trial. And we did not know the defense attorney. Whether it was specifically these things or in other ways, it was our hearts at the time that contained all the evil that was spoken of in verses 1 through 8. There was no arguing about it. We learned that that's who we were once we were willing to be corrected by him or by Yah. And the questions in 9... Who planted the ear, shall he not hear? He who formed the eye, shall he not see? Who chastises the nations, shall he not punish? He who teaches man knowledge. Yahweh knows the thoughts of man that they are vain. But then the tone changes a little bit in 12. Berachot is the man you chasten, O Yah. You teach him out of your Torah. We know that as a loving father, that Yahweh chastens those he loves. He corrects those that he cares about, those that are that his word 
commends as the apple of his eye. Thankfully, that includes everybody on this line and that may hear it as a recording. Those that are at least working towards Yah, that have bent the ear, that have softened the neck, that have not hardened the heart. We know that the Torah is Yah's instruction to us. Mother Nature, or the nature, the natural system, um, doesn't get a Torah, doesn't get a written Torah because you can't read. We got a written Torah because we can read, we just choose not to. We know that as we learn of Torah, as we learn from Torah, as we learn from Yah's Torah, He will give us rest from troublesome days. Now, David says from troubled days, and we know that each day has enough troubles of its own. We don't have to, you know, split hairs over exactly what that means. We understand that the troubles that David dealt with in his personal experience are more than likely far different than what we did. I don't think there's anybody on this line right now that ever walked the roof of their house at night and saw a woman bathing naked on the roof of the house next door whose husband was up at the front. I don't think that's ever happened. It's unlikely that would ever happen. But we do have other temptations that we have to deal with. We do have other struggles that we have to contend with. While they might not have been laid out here specifically by name, does not mean that they are not there in the content of the thought as it was written. Yahweh, if we are willing to let him, he will teach us how to rise above these things and to get past them so we don't have to worry about them again. So we don't have to deal with them so that we know that when they do present themselves, we can call on the name of Yeshua. And as his name says, he will deliver us. And I think that's one of the most important reasons that we need to know and use the biblical name of our our Messiah to know exactly what his purpose was. Yeshua didn't come just to deliver us from our sins, though that was the primary point. He also came to set an example about how we could live free from them while still on this earth. And I think the reason that Rock may have broken verse 13 in in two as specifically as he did was because there's a temptation after that comma in verse 13. 12 again says, Blessed, or Berachot is the man you choose him. Mama, oh yeah, you teach him out of your Torah to give him rest from the troubled days, comma. Now, the last half of that, until the pit is dug for the wicked, we have got to work to make sure 
that even if we do witness the wicked falling into their pit, that we don't laugh at him, mock him, or scorn him, or take pleasure in the fact that he or she has fallen so far. We got to be careful of that, and I think that's why that you know that delineation has got to be there, so we don't get tempted to do that, because thereby the kavod of Yah go I. That could be any of us on this line falling into that pit. The only reason it's not is because we chose once and for all to finally allow Yahweh to teach us out of our Torah, out of his Torah. So this is where that whole free will argument is a double-edged sword. Yes, absolutely, Yahweh gives us free will. But there's only two choices. I believe it's in Joshua where, it's, where Joshua says, choose you this day what you're going to do, choose life or choose death. Now, that's a paraphrase. So you've got a choice. Your free, your, he does limit free will, okay? He does limit free will. Yahweh does. He was he obviously wise enough to only give us the two choices. We can choose Yah's will. We're free to choose Yah's will and walk a path of life. Or we can choose our will or the will of the, of the natural man, the will of nature, the will of the animal that we were not created in and choose death and somehow try to convince ourselves that we're not in that state. The lion with all its with all its beauty, with all its grandeur and majesty. is still just an animal. Its eyes, its mouth, its teeth, all its strength were given it for only one essential purpose. And that's survival. That's to conquer so it can consume. That's not the way man was created. That's not the way Yah wants his image to be put to use in this world. But if that's what a person chooses, he has that right, he or she has that right, but they also have to know that there is a pit, whether it was dug for them by somebody else or dug of their own doing, whether, they actually, whether they're actually still holding a physical shovel or not is inconsequential. The pit is there. And when you hit a rock bottom, which we talk about a lot in Transformed, when we hit that rock bottom, there is only normally one way to look up 
or is there's only normally one way to look, and that's up. But as believers, as Galal Talmudim, as you know, as Yah's children, we are not supposed to be standing around that pit for any other reason but to place a role in as comfortable a place as possible where the one in that pit can climb out if they are willing to receive Yeshua. We don't keep them there. We didn't put them there. But sometimes we have to get there in order to get him. In order to get out of what put us there to begin with. Hallelujah. Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, we just pray against all wickedness in high places. We pray against wickedness in in low places. We pray against the wickedness in the human heart, in the human mind, that they would be open to truth and clarity and understanding and ahava so that there would be no unnecessary breaking, so that there would be no false accusation against Elohim Yahweh that he is wicked because he allowed or caused some kind of breaking unnecessarily. And however, we come against those that would utter such nonsense against him we don't know what slandering him could do. And it's not something we want to find out. Abba in the name of Yeshua, help us to desire to learn more of your Torah. Help us to reside at your feet. Walk with us. Talk with us as you teach us so that we can continue to learn, to emulate you in all that's right. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Yamin. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right. Anybody have any thoughts on the two verses that we discussed or that were just read and I just shared about tonight? There's Proverbs 94, 12, and 13. Who's first? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Who's muted? Must put everybody to sleep. Um, this is uh, what he's talking about. The thirteen, October thirteen. So yeah, but you went you went all the way back to the beginning. So there's a, a lot more to grasp on it. Well, just fo- just just focus on twelve and thirteen. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to say. To give the thirteenth says to give him rest from troubled days until the pit is dug for the wicked. So they 
So what I mean by that, by giving them rest. So they know how to... So the pit is dug. Okay. Don't one, one, if you're righteous, if you're in Yahweh, okay, don't worry about the dug pit. You've avoided it, okay? Yeah. If you're in, okay, Yahweh will consistently give, Yahweh will provide you with rest in days of trouble. Okay? Each day has got troubles of its own. If you rest in Yahweh, if you desire Yahweh throughout your, you know, throughout your life, then he will give you rest through those days. Might not mean Shabbat, as we understand Shabbat at the end of the week, but he will put us at peace during the, during the rest of the week okay. as much as we'll allow until Shabbat when we can actually shut down from earthly, from earthly endeavors and actually rest in him to recharge. And we don't have to worry about the wicked at that point anymore because now we're completely separate from the world. We're not in it. We're not of it. We're not engaging with it. We're not spending money. We're not you know, doing anything we're not supposed to be doing to the best of our understanding. And that troubled day for the rest of the world can go on as it's going to for, the, for them that don't care to know Torah or live Torah. And we don't have to be consumed or perplexed by it. That help? Yeah, that does help for those. Okay. Yeah. It helps understand it. I, mean, I had an idea on what it was, but it's good to get better perspective. A little bit under more understanding. So I know that um, it's something that I that I want to have more often is because then that's when we talk about in our end of the night prayer, the whatever prayer about um, to not worry about anything and prayer with thanksgivings. So if I can have a day where, if I get every day where I'm not worried about anything, I just have to remember that when I start worrying, I just have to pray about it instead of trying to keep worrying about it. So so that's when um, Yahweh wants us to seek him instead of our own thoughts. So that's why I'm trying to overcome as I'm learning about my racing thoughts and my my race, the racing wheel of my wanting to do, to do things, the doing of things, and then I drive myself um, into a spiral or drive myself sick in my mental health or my um, sometimes my physical health. So um. So Yahweh is helping me realize those those two scriptures, as I am um, not dwelling into um, to my own mindset of. So there's things that I am needing to understand better and be more patient about instead of um, doing what the flesh or the or the mouth wants to do sometimes, and I get myself in the more more trouble or more of a mess so I am um, I've been in the areas where I did not have I did not get rest from Yahweh and I've just really recently learning how to to be honoring on Shabbat because 
my Shabbat was just to rest when I can and when I wanted to in the past because when I was working I didn't really follow a certain day I mean sometimes I would go to, to church when I when I would go so I'd get some time off if I had to but I mean if I was always following the, the Torah and honoring Yahweh I would make sure I had a job that I didn't work on this, this Sabbath but um, right now I'm not working at a regular job place so I don't have to worry about requesting that day off because Yahweh has is teaching me and it's hard sometimes because Skype has helped me realize that I'm supposed to be doing certain things and like I couldn't go pick dandelions he said that there's a scripture about it. I forget which one he said it was but he told me about something happened with someone got stoned or something happened to someone he had to tell me again later for going out and picking some weed out of the field or something out of, out of the ground so that we're not supposed to do work or do do a lot of things or even go out and spend money and I mean it's when you were talking about it earlier that we can that we won't have to spend money but I think that if 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 we didn't have money and we just could have things and borrow things I mean that would be a nice way to, to live life but then everyone would, would fight over things so that, not everyone but eventually I'm sure that they would so that's probably why Yahweh has has a spending money but I'm learning about my um my problem with money and again with the um I always had that what is it with that um financial thing with the social security so like for me to overcome those thoughts that I can only live and I can only live on this much money and then I can work to make so much money and then I'm never exceeding more than a certain amount because then they then the fear kicks in of what the government or the financial problem has and it's like I mean I do want to eventually get off it and that's my goal but my goal is to I don't want to have to work I mean it's not that I don't want to work but um long hours and physically it's it can be sometimes exhausting if you're doing the active active job for them I've had to have I've had to have active jobs because if I'm sitting down too long or if I'm doing it depends on what I'm doing I get I get distracted fast so that's why I like to have a job that I can keep going and it keeps me busy so I um that's why where was I going with this? I don't remember. Anyways, for this for the Shabbat that um I'm making money. So yeah, that Yahweh will help me with my my work aspect of life. Oh yeah, from social security to working and full time that I that I just have to pray about my um work habits. Because as Rock was explaining to me about the business and um working from home and having to separate my my work ethic from being it because I've always wanted to work from home but I just never had found the right opportunity, opportunities to do it and it's like well now I, I mean I really don't have my own home to sit and do it but now it's like he's, I have to be prepared to when I do have my own home I can actually make make it worthwhile and, and do what I'm supposed to do because I get um, that's again with the distraction a lot and sidetracked and it's I mean, you you were you were with Eva yesterday, so <laughs> just thinking 
<laughs> thinking of her and trying to work at home at the same time. That would so what do you have to do with versus problem thinking? That that'd be challenging. About um coming out of my trouble my trouble days. So giving rest. So I'm just trying to get to the aspect of um working and my work ethic and um as in my um so that's why I was never was able to work from home because of um because of Eva and it's not it shouldn't be an excuse but it's definitely not easy with a little one but um for to have the um to have rest in Yahweh to have things even out to um so that's what I'm trying to get at that um that I have to overcome that mindset of the, the not being able to achieve certain things and to have the um way Yahweh is helping me come out of out of those areas of where I was with those um thoughts and for the um the ways that I used to think on how I had to do things. So and that's why I, I didn't always have rest in Yahweh because I never I was never able to abide with his Torah and his truth. And so I know that um why I am with my situation with um everything else from coming out of being in my mess and then understanding where the where the world is that we can separate ourselves from where we were before in the worldly ways to where um that Yahweh gives me rest and I can learn how to be in rest with him that that I don't have to be in those um the mindset of um where I was with so many years of my troubled um, issues with my troubled um, thoughts, thought process because of everything else that they try to make you think or say, oh, you can't make this much money but you can lose your Social Security and then you have to work um, part-time hours and then you get your Social Security back. So there's just a big game and my goal is to get out of that eventually so I can have success and not feel like I'm stuck in in one thing, so it's about the trouble days that I am um, overcoming, and Yahweh knows where I am to where I used to be, and so I can only pray about what's going to happen. That He knows my um, circumstances and where where I was, and as we go into the that the um no matter what's happening that Yahweh knows what's gonna happen from here on out and and I can have strength from each situation forward and that he un- he helps me with understanding what I can do to have rest in him. And that is to have his to have patience and his um fruits and that's my um my thoughts is that I can have each 
each area that I need to overcome, that Yahweh helps me with it. And as I am resting in Him, then I don't have to worry about all the rest of it. So, because we're not in the world today, we're not we're not worldly. We are Yali. So, we have to we are living in the world, but this generation we just got to keep praying for more more of those people to come to know Yahweh and um, be his doers be his hands and feet on earth as he sends sends you out to do the work that he called you out to do because that's because we are to be used in his um, in his glory and his favor that he knows that he points us at certain places and certain times for certain for certain people and so that's why he's preparing us to do those to do the work that he wants us to go and do so hallelujah so I'm thankful that Yahweh can give us rest and um, so yeah and I like I like how it goes into the 14 for Yahweh will not leave his people nor will he forsake his inheritance so I always know that Yahweh will he'll never leave us nor forsake us so he will keep us going. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the rest of this, so I'm gonna pass. But the rest of this looks good too. So, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yami, what did you get out of it? Hallelujah. You know, I I got something, and then I fell asleep. And I don't remember what I got. <laughs> but I, I'm not even remembering what I do right now. I just got to rest, I guess. And hold true. I do agree, you know, as it was written as we read it, that. He gives us the Torah from the from the fall of man when man learned not you know didn't uh, didn't um, continue to hear the voice of the good shepherd and was influenced by the demons the fallen the fallen um, Molly. From the beginning of time, you know, man, that time when when we um, did the one rule, the one instruction he gave was not to eat of the tree, and we, you know, he uh, he couldn't uh, teach us to walk in his way because he can't lie. And he told us not to, and he told us that we'd surely die if we do. So then death had to come. And then came the second man, Adam, who, like you taught, right, he did um, 
or, you know, make the way by his shed blood, pay the price so that we, the law of the, um, the law of sin and death was paid. So in, when we go into him, when we come heart of him, we're back into the kingdom. We're, we have the way to be in connection again. So it was written in the the Torah that we study and the power that was necessary come came through obedience and he gave us that power and then gave us the written word. I agree with all of it. So thank you. Okay. All right, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. We are going to uh, disappear for about three minutes. This is some set-apart music, actually some Kodesh music, by Bat Hadar, or by Hadara Bat Yah. This is Peace of Mind. We will be back in three. Hey, it's Hadara. You are about to experience the title track from my new album, You are my peace of 
You can support this work by downloading the music on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. Get more music like this and motivation for your spiritual journey at setapartheart.com. Well, hallelujah. We are back. Our JFTNA reading, just for today's reading this evening, is on the subject of surrender. Something I don't know enough about. We didn't stumble into this fellowship brimming brimming with love, honesty, open-mindedness, or willingness. When we we were beaten, we became willing. Surrender may be (laughs) necessary. Surrender may be the necessary foundation for full recovery, but sometimes we fight it. Most of us look back after some clean time and wonder why on earth we fought so hard to deny our powerlessness when surrender is what finally saved our lives. As we recover, new opportunities to surrender presented themselves. We can either struggle with everyone and everything we encounter or we can recall the benefits of our first surrender and stop fighting. Most of the pain we experience comes from fighting, not surrendering. In fact, when we surrender, the pain ends and hope takes its place. We begin to believe that all will be well and after some time realize that our lives are much better as a result. We feel the same way we did when we gave up the illusion that we could control our using, relieved, free, and filled with fresh hope. Just for today, is there a surrender I need to make today? I will remember my first surrender and remind myself that I don't need to fight anymore. Hallelujah. Marissa, are you ready to read the whatever prayer? Hallelujah. Um, I have my whatever prayer ready, so we're going to rejoice in Yahweh and um, enjoy our evening. Rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your humility be known to all men. Our Master is at hand. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and by petition, with thanksgivings, let your requests be made known to Elohim. And the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through Messiah Yeshua. Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever pure, whatever lovely, whatever of good reports, if there's any virtue and if there's any praise, Think on these things, and what things you learned and received and heard and saw in me. Practice these things, and the Elohim of Shalom will be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Great job. Um, I thought I saw Shalak Rock pop in here a moment ago, but I could be wrong. Um, but if he's there and he wants to say, hey, let me know. Otherwise, we are going to pray out. We're going to go to one more song, and then we're going to put a pin in this episode, even though it's not a show, of RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections. 
Hallelujah. It's been a great uh, gathering that you guys had and the sharing and the caring. It's wonderful. I love it. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Slack Rock, so long as we got you on the line, do you want to pray us out as I hunt down another song to wrap this one up? Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Abba, yeah, we just thank you tonight for an incredible day of increase and favor and favor and just supernatural after supernatural, miracle after miracle. Signs, wonders, and miracles follow us because we believe. So we thank you that you give us the the hope that we can look towards things and be able to know that we know that we know in our heart of hearts that by faith, if we will put our hand to the plow and not look back, we will prosper. We will succeed. We will overcome. We will have the overflow that you have promised. Let us trust you this day and forevermore that it is so. And I just pray that we can go to sleep tonight with a incredible shalom in the fact that you are pointing things out to us and helping us to put things under a microscope and ways that help us to be able to overcome and transform. Hallelujah. Yami. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. We are going to look or listen to uh, in about a minute or so. Down here, hope is rising. Have not heard this one. It's a new song. Um, not sure what the band is, but anyways, we will be back tomorrow morning at six thirty-seven Central. This is this Seven. is a band that's going to be at Life Fest. Uh, they're called. Uh, they're they're all people from recovery. They're all people that are are clean and off drugs. And they put a band together. Um, uh, we the Kingdom, they're called. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Look forward to it. So, okay. We will look forward to seeing them at Life Fest. We will look forward to hearing from you again at 737 Eastern, 637 Pacific. 537 Mountain and 437 Pacific as is appropriate for your time zone. Have a great night. Rest in Yah. Shalom. This is Down Here. Hope is Rising.
Oh 